0: Welcome, everyone, to What I Have Learned So Far with Meg Letty. In case you are new to the podcast, I would like to take a moment to introduce myself and why I decided as a busy working mom to find the time to put this together. When I was in my late 30s, after working as a surgical physician assistant for about 13 years, I found myself severely burned out. This affected my relationships, my work, my mental, and ultimately my physical health. I felt like I didn't have time to breathe let alone the time to find the resources to help me out of my burnout cycle. I did find a way out that has led me to a more fulfilled and joyful life. I would like to be a resource for you to do the same. I will walk you through simple steps to integrate into your busy day to help you move out of the burnout cycle. Even if you feel like you don't have time to breathe you can do this. If I can do it literally anybody can. Please note, because I am nowhere near perfect, I may slip up and use an occasional minor curse word for emphasis or due to raw emotion. Please be aware. Thank you so much for being here. Let's break the burnout cycle together. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Number one, great job taking a few minutes for yourself to be here, learn something new, feel all the feels, and help yourself. Secondly, thank you for the outpouring of support for this podcast, because it really keeps me going. This week was a tough week for me, and it was fairly challenging, because i I'm again walking through some symptoms of burnout. I wish I could say to you that once you put all of the best things in place, your food is awesome, you're exercising, you're meditating and breathing and doing all of the things that you will never feel burned out again, but that's just not the way life is and that's okay. Because once you get to a better place, you can recognize when you're starting to feel this way, and change and do the things that you need to do. So I started to recognize that I was feeling burnt out, and it took me a hot second. But this week, I definitely put it all together. So the three pillars of burnout are emotional exhaustion, depersonalization, and inefficacy. And so when I start thinking about it, the emotional exhaustion and depersonalization kind of go hand in hand for me. It means that I have stopped being empathetic to the people around me because I don't have any more to give. And that is not only my family, but my patients and my coworkers. And I know when I'm feeling that way, that that's a sign of burnout for me. And then the inefficacy, that just makes me feel like it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter the things that I do. I don't feel like I'm helping. And I just feel like the things I do don't matter. It it sounds awful, but yeah, that's where you get to. And so I talked about it last week on the podcast. I reached out for help and I was trying to take the courageous step to notify the people around me that I needed to take some time off. And I did. This podcast pushed me to be courageous and send those emails this week. So I sent the email and it was very difficult to admit to my supervising physicians, all of the staff that supports me, um, everybody kind of in my world at work and my supervisor that I was feeling mentally and physically burned out and I needed some time. And what did that look like? And was it a possibility? And I have been overjoyed with the amount of support that I have been um, given by these people that surround me and support me. Now, I was offered enough support where I literally could have said, I need time and I need to take it tomorrow. And I think everybody would have jumped on board and let me do that. But being a provider and having patients scheduled and all of that, I seriously looked at my schedule and in about another week and a half, two weeks, I can take off and not have to move a lot of patients and things would be a lot easier. So my supervisor and I worked this all out, but she definitely understands what this is about and what I need. And so she offered to take my pager and my in-basket for a day this week. And it was what was so amazing to me was that when I took my foot off the gas for that day, I just collapsed. I literally was on the couch fast asleep for like two and a half hours. And I have this uh, wearable device that tells me how well I sleep. And I was literally in deep sleep the whole time and I had no movement. And it was just that little bit of somebody saying, I got you. I'm going to take care of this today so that you can get a little rest. And my body just literally hit the wall. That to me is so powerful that I still am running so much on stress hormones and adrenaline that as soon as they're not there, I literally was on the couch, asleep, couldn't move for two and a half hours, which is just not like me. I don't, I go and go and go. And I'm sure like all of you, you go and go and go. We don't realize that we're functioning so much off of stress hormones that keep us going and keep us pushing through being tired. I didn't even know I was tired, literally, until again, I just had this little bit of space for me that I didn't have to be somewhere or do something that was kind of out of the blue. And all of a sudden, my body was just like, oh, thank you, I just need this. Totally amazing to me. The other thing that happened this week was I spoke with this beautiful woman who reached out to me via Instagram. Um, I am Letty 923 on Instagram and messaged me and we connected about the podcast. And at the end of the conversation, I just had a complete epiphany because she brought me back to my very first time I was burned out, the worst time that I was burned out, and that I chose a different path. And she's kind of in the middle of that. That's what brought me back to it. And we were discussing it. And the thing that's different this time around for me, and this was the epiphany, was that I was able to say to myself and those around me, I'm not okay. Even during my first episode of burnout, where it was terrible and it had been coming on for years, I never was able to admit to myself or others that I wasn't okay. I was able to say, my family life is not okay, and there's things around me that are crumbling, and that's not okay, and I'm not going to stand up for that. I'm going to change and, and make sure things get better. I always put it outside of myself. It was always things that I had to kind of go through and fix. I have never said really to myself until this week, I am not okay. And I was able to talk to my husband about it because he's definitely recognized a change in me. And he goes, well, what is it? Like, what is going on? And I said, I don't know. I literally can't put my finger on it this time. There isn't one thing. Fix That I can say, oh, I need to fix this. And it's because I think I'm looking inward and saying, yeah, I'm not okay this time and I need help. I need somebody else that I can talk to and that can walk me through this because I don't know what it is this time. There's a lot of things it could be. Trust me on this one. (laughs) So many things that it could be. But I need somebody else to help me walk through this this time. That was a big epiphany for me because I'm amazed that I walked through severe burnout before and have put all of these beautiful things in place and my life is so much better and I am so much healthier and I feel so much better. But walking through, and this, I would call this a very small episode of burnout. This is not terrible. I just, I know that I'm hitting a wall and I am raising the flags, but it was interesting that this time around I could say, I'm not okay. I think that is probably one of the things that we do to protect ourselves. I think saying I'm okay is probably one of the biggest lies that we tell those around us and ourselves more than anything. And I wanna put that out there because I literally heard myself saying this the beginning of the week. I was talking to Phil and saying, We have a roof over our head. We have food on the table. The kids are healthy. We're healthy. I'm okay. I don't understand. I don't understand why I feel this way. It was by the end of the week that I was like, I'm not okay. That's why I'm feeling this way. I'm not okay. And I had to admit that to myself. And I also had to admit that to those around me. I'm not okay. I need time off. I need to take my foot off the gas. I am in need of some serious rest. And my body definitely took that rest when it got the chance. This is my tip for today. If you hear yourself or those around you saying, I'm okay, I just need you to really question it. Really, are you okay? Is everything okay? Because it's okay to have healthy kids and a house and a roof over your head and a good job and not be okay. It's okay to need a little bit of help or a little bit of time for yourself to figure out why you're not okay. And until you can admit that to yourself and then those around you, I'm not sure you can heal the trauma of burnout. And I am really not sure what is harder. I I really don't know which is harder because it is very hard for me to admit to those around me, but to admit it to myself was a reckoning. But I really want you to question it. I really want you to question when you hear people saying I'm okay. Are they really? Are they just saying it? Because they know that nobody really wants to hear what's going on. You know, we're all, I think all of us really, if I if I want to be truly honest, I don't think anybody's okay right now. I think we're at 2 years in to an an epidemic we have had stressors that we didn't even know existed before two years ago, and we've got the holidays coming up. I mean, I don't think anybody's okay. I literally think if they say they're okay, they are lying. They're lying to you and themselves. And so I really, if you have any ability, if you, I mean, because everybody's burned out, if you have any ability to give anybody anything, it's, are you really okay? Because if you're not, it's okay. It's really okay not to be ok right now. And what do you need? What do you need to feel okay? And there may be a lot there that's a that's an unpacking a lot right there. So <laughs> just go with that. But I just want to raise these questions to you because, I don't think I could have moved forward this week and been as brave and courageous and asked for what I needed if I couldn't admit that to myself. And this is, again, I am four years into this wellness journey, and you guys are getting the benefit of this knowledge (laughs) way earlier than I ever did. But you may not be ready for it just yet, and that's okay, too. It's okay to continue to have your defense mechanisms in place so that you can survive this this time in your life or this season of your life and come back to this when you're ready. But just know that there will be people put in place around you to help you through that when you are ready to do it and reach out and be courageous and ask for what you need. Because so many times we don't and there's so much available to us if we open ourselves up to it. My guess is if you're here listening to this podcast on burnout, somehow our brains are similarly wired from either our upbringing or what was taught in school, or just that we want to help people. And it's called caregiver burnout. We will put people first and we will put ourselves last just about every time. And that's okay most of the time until it's not okay and we're not okay. Please. See how many times a day you're saying, it's fine, I'm okay, I'm fine. And if you're not, then stop saying it. You know, I understand that people may not want to hear your whole story about what's going on with you, but it is okay when somebody asks to say, Yeah, I'm not feeling my best right now, or I'm struggling a little bit. And they, you know, you don't have to reveal what's going on, but you can be honest and say, you know what, I'm, I'm really struggling. This has been tough, or I'm going through a really stressful time. It doesn't have to go any further than that, but it's okay to say that you're not okay. And by letting people know, even in those simple ways, hey, I'm, I'm feeling overwhelmed right now, or I'm struggling a bit right now. It may help them put less on you or help you and say, well, what can I do to help? I mean, at the instant I told my husband, hey, you know what? I'm really overwhelmed and I'm struggling today. And there were some tears that went along with it. I'm not going to lie. He immediately jumped in. I mean, he had worked literally 12 hours that day and immediately jumped in and started helping because he was like, I know you don't do this very often. So what can I do to help? Like, if you're feeling overwhelmed, I am here. And if I hadn't said anything, if I had just kept it in like I have for so many years, he wouldn't have helped. He wouldn't have even known. It's okay to say you're not okay. Let the people around you help. Be courageous. Your brain is going to fight it every step of the way. That's okay too. When you're ready, you'll do it. And we'll do it here together. I'm with you. I hear you and you're awesome no matter where you are in this journey, but just know that you will eventually get there to a place where you can say, I'm not okay. And have 15 people rush in and say, we got you. We got you. You can get there. I got there somehow (laughs) roundabout (laughs) way but I did, and you can too, and that's why I'm putting this out there. So I hope that this resonates with you and that you can be here and listen and say, Am I can I really get there? Yeah, you can, you totally can. Please reach out, I'm here for you. Um, again, Instagram, Meg Letty 923. Um, you can always reach out to my email, Meg Letty 23 at gmail.com. I'm here for you. I want to connect with more and more people and get more of a movement started to really help ourselves and really change the face of medicine. All right, everybody. I love y'all so much. Thanks for listening. Take care. If you're really enjoying this podcast, head on over to Apple and give me a rating and review. And also click that follow button so that you know when the next podcast comes out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Information, opinion and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast is not to be considered professional advice. Before starting any change in physical, mental or dietary practice, you should consult your medical provider.